All school year long, students in all educational settings work hard to produce products. Products for their teachers to evaluate, judge, and assess. Products such as writing samples, posters, video recordings, prototypes, and so much more. Many teachers are working hard to get more creative with the products that their students create in an attempt to increase levels of engagement. But with online learning seemingly becoming a new normal in education, maybe the idea of products being such a heavily weighted assessment form needs to see reform. This podcast is just that, reform of an assessment in education. Conversations with Campbell is an attempt to bring one of the most basic forms of communication to the forefront of assessment in education, having a conversation. So much knowledge and learning is exchanged in a conversation between teacher and student, or even student to student, that it cannot be overlooked as a genuine demonstration of a student's learning. Some might even argue that a conversation demonstrates a student's learning so much more than a product ever could. A great example of this would be a cliche science fair. Each entrant is judged based off their product a typical tri-fold Bristol board, and maybe even a working prototype. But most science fairs are won or lost when the judges converse with the participants, and the participants get to explain their work with the judges directly. Whatever side of this fence you fall on, you cannot argue that learning happens in conversation. So buckle up and enjoy Conversations with Campbell. Welcome into another episode of Conversations with Campbell. This morning we have Amy and Pari and Terendeep. And we are going to talk about our class novel, The Rule of Three, book number two, The Fight for Power, chapters two to nine. And if we really want to include chapter one, we can, but we'll try to stick to chapters two to nine. So we'll get right into it right off the bat. Uh, Amy, Pari, and Terendeep, I will open the floor up to you. If there is anything that you want to bring up, talk about, you can go ahead and do that now. Good morning, everybody. Is there anything that you guys read that was, I don't know, interesting? Something that stood out to you? Good morning. You guys working away on things? Um, when Todd would, uh, wanted to go with Adam in the ultralight, I was surprised. Okay, so we'll start off right back early on in the in the book there. So right away, uh, that would have been chapter two. Uh, 
why were you surprised that he wanted to go into the ultralight with him? Because before he said he didn't want to go because, I don't know, scary or something. I don't remember, but, yeah, he didn't want to go. And now he decided he wanted to go with Adam. Okay. Did you think that that was, like, out of character for him or what? what was kind of surprising for you? Um, I didn't think that was something Todd would do, like, ever. Okay, fair. And he did it. Why do you think he did it? Um, I think in the book it said because he didn't want to be with the dead people on the ground or something. Was it that he didn't want to be with the dead people, or was there something else? Um... He didn't want to like touch them or something. I don't remember what it said, but. Okay. Hari, Terendeep, you, you want to chime in at this part of the story? Yeah, I also like um, didn't think like Todd would really be the type of person to like uh, be brave and like go up in, a, in the ultralight. Like he just didn't seem like that type of guy at all. Okay. And I think for our listeners, we should probably address the real reason why he did not go up there. So Pari Terendeep, do you, or Amy even, do you, it was a, a pretty stated thing. He said it to Adam. He said he'd, he'd rather go up in the ultralight than do what? Doesn't have to be the exact quote, just the gist. Nothing. He said he he would rather go up in Adam's flying lawnmower or death trap uh, because he didn't want to have to search the bodies. He didn't want to have to search the bodies from all the people at the compound, and he felt that that was wrong and and not something that he could do. So, I mean, Amy, I think you had said he was he was brave for going up in Adam's. Thing, but really he was just trying to get himself out of a worse situation. So he was taking kind of the better of two options, but uh, okay. Uh, why don't we hear from Taryn Deep? Taryn Deep, why don't, uh, why don't you tell us something that either interests you or, or stood out for you from, from the reading so far? So my uh, so something that stood out for me was that uh, how Herb told to search the bodies, and that was a bit weird at that time to know that why would you search some bodies even though they're dead? Okay, so can you answer your own question? Why Why did he want? Yeah, so he wanted to search the bodies for any good needs that could help them in future. 
Like what? He did he specify like, anything? Yeah, like weapons. I think he also said boots. And and yeah, I think I think those are two main things. Kind of begs the question of, you know, war, right? And like what that must have been like for, you know, for people back at you know World War One, World War Two, and even ongoing wars now. I don't I don't think it's as much of a thing nowadays, but you know, when it comes down to a matter of survival, you have to do what you need to do to survive. And sometimes that might be, I don't want to call it stealing, but taking something that clearly someone else is not going to be using anymore. If it can help you. So you said you were surprised by, Herb saying this, why did it, why did it surprise you? Because, um, there was a difference between like killing those guys and like trying to search their bodies. I only thought that Herb was good in killing, not like going towards them and start like searching on them. Okay. Pari or Amy, you have anything on this? On this topic? Not really. Okay. All right. So Amy shared with us her, her opinion on Todd and Taryn Deep about Herb and searching the bodies. Pari, was there anything that stood out to you during this reading? Yeah, it was in, I think, chapter five when, like, Herb, um, like there's such like a big plan to get like the prisoners um like the info from the prisoner uh he like i sent i think the woman's name was like paula or something he sent oh, her yeah. yeah he sent her in with like a um a gun that was like not loaded but to like it like kind of like scared adam like a lot and like did i don't it, know how to did it only did it just scare adam it also scared the prisoner a lot because they thought it was real. Yeah. Yeah. So our prisoner Quinn is someone that they, they took in, uh, they being Adam and Herb in the neighborhood. So they took him in and they're clear. They're trying to do what with him? They're making him. I think they're trying to like befriend them to get as much information as possible. Okay. And then, Herb decided to send Paula, and who's Paula? Who's this woman? Uh, I don't really remember, but she said, like, Quinn and his guys, like, killed her whole family. Yep. So that's exactly who she is, right? She's someone that wants what? What was, what was she there at the hospital or makeshift hospital? What was she there for? What, what was her reasoning? Um, I don't know, to like get revenge or something. Yeah. What did she, she wanted to do what? She wanted to kill Quinn. Yeah. And why did she want to kill Quinn? Because? Because he and his like, um, gang, like kind of like killed her own family. Yes. So from Paula's standpoint, kind of a, I mean, I don't want to say a logical move, but you could probably empathize with her situation, right? Mm -hmm. 
Okay. And so what was the significance of what Herb did? Uh, they got a little bit of information like about what those, I think, buildings had in them yeah. um, from Quinn. They got information about that. And did that information help them in this part of the reading? Yeah. How did it help them? Because, uh, well, they went to the buildings and um, they were putting like grenades on top of them. I think because like they were thinking that there are people inside and they can like bomb them up. And then they also like found like a Cessna in one of the buildings, yep. which was, I think is like gonna be helpful. It might be down the road, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So essentially Quinn gave them, what's the three letter word <laughs> of the compound? Queen essentially gave them a. I'm not sure. Three letter word starts with M. Mob. <laughs> Close. Um, if you don't know what you're going into, it would be very helpful to have this so that you know where you're going. Oh, map. There it is. So Quinn basically gave them a map before they went in and attacked, right? Yeah, basically. Cool. Uh, yeah. So essentially that, that interaction was a pretty big deal. How did Adam feel after that interaction or that, that basically the lying of Herb, right? Herb lied to Adam without, not that he lied to him, he just didn't tell him the whole truth. How did, how yeah. did Adam feel after that? Yeah, he felt like really angry because he thought like Herb could have at least told him what the plan was, but he didn't. So like he felt really angry and scared at the same time. Okay, so let's put your guys' self, since we're talking about this part, let's put yourself in Adam's shoes. You have a guy in Herb who you've kind of learned to trust, even though you don't fully trust him, you've learned to trust him because most of the things he does is right. And now he's really betrayed you, right? He's, he's, what did he do with Adam? He pretty much We'd... Um, lied to him. Okay. I would argue he, he used him really, right? Like he used yeah. him as kind of a chess piece. There's been this constant metaphor of Herb playing this game of chess that no one else is really playing. And I feel like Herb really used Adam like a, like a chess piece. And how did that make Adam feel? As obviously Pari said he was angry, but put yourself in Adam's shoes. What would be your feelings? I wouldn't trust Herb. Okay. So moving forward, you'd have a hard time trusting the things that he said? Yeah. Okay. Terendi? I feel like I would just stop taking orders from him. Just stop completely? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And Pari? I would also lose trust in him. Okay. 
Fair. I think that's a fair thing to do. So it's interesting to see maybe what Adam does because that was not the end of our reading. So we got a few more chapters. And so let's say now fast forward to the end of the reading. Do you think Adam still feels the same way? Or do you think, do you think he's back to trusting him? So um, in the future, I think he'll have, way lower trust but he'll still take few orders i think okay well we've already been able to see that the future because what pari's talking about happened in like chapter five and we're currently on chapter 10 so my question is is well we've seen a bit of the future what happened does adam still trust herb or does adam not trust herb anymore He um trusts her, but like at the same time, it's he's a little um I don't know. He doesn't. He Has does it, trust her, but thing? yes. Okay. Pari. Um, I think like. He will like kind of trust Herb, but not like completely like he used to because he doesn't know if he can like play the same, um, like use him again anytime he wants to. So like he doesn't like believe him anymore. Okay. Um, all right. One thing that we like to do, we don't, we're, we're a little bit over time here. So let's just, we'll close with, let's go with a simple prediction moving forward. Uh, and the prediction is based off the title. The title is Fight for Power. So my question to you is, now that we've read nine chapters, what do you think the fight for power or the title is referring to? What's your prediction? We'll start with Amy. Um, so I think the title is talking about um, them. Uh... Um, I don't know. Okay. Sorry. Is them like, like the title talk is talking about them fighting for survival and like, um, kind of like, um, killing people a lot. Um, that's what they've been doing. Um, killing the people that like try to attack them and everything and just like trying to get the power back in their um, city. Okay, and Terendi? So I feel like in the little base that they have made in their own area, I think they will be starting to, they're gonna start fighting in their own area for power. Okay. All right guys, thanks for joining me and I uh, can't wait to do it again.